welcome to Awakened with Victoria Bond. I'm your host, Victoria, and I am absolutely honored to bring you this podcast where we will be getting raw, real, turning our consciousness, removing the old energies that do not align, and turning up our capacities as human beings and spiritual beings. I will be bringing you mediumship. I will be bringing you channels. I will be bringing you points of view that will shift your perspective and realign your body, your mind, and your soul. Enjoy this ride. This comes from my heart to yours. And know that while you're listening to this, indeed, you are helping to create this. Enjoy the ride, and I'll see you inside. And welcome to this amazing masterclass. This is day one. This is spiritual boss babe okay so it pretty much says it all in the title spiritual boss babe and I'm here to share with you what I have done to create wealth to create abundance to create joy and to create harmony in my life and my business and in my relationships as well what we need to know and what we need to acknowledge is that everything we create is holistic Everything we create is the mind and the body and the soul. Everything that we create is layered, okay? So it is multidimensional. And I I hope today that I will give you a little bit of insight and inspiration so you can rip off that plaster and take the aligned action that you require to take to go forward into your life and create the life that you truly dream and desire of. So let's first of all have a look at this this past, this, this past year that we've had, okay? Let's have a look at the past couple of years, okay? So I'm still recovering from experiencing COVID. And yeah, it, we've had a lot going on in the collective energy. We've had a lot going on in the collective, okay? So what that means is, as energetic beings, we are picking up on the things that are around us. And we've had a whole lot of energy flying around, okay? So I'm going to first off start talking to you about this. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about a story that, um, or should I say, a little bit of an analogy that spirit showed me. And this is what I've been sharing with my clients as well. This is the Spiritual Boss Babe Masterclass Day 1. And I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story about myself. But before we do, I'm going to tell you what we're going to cover today. We're going to be talking about worthiness, energy, and money. I love talking about money. Come on, people. Like, wherever we have had these points of views about money and how it's the root of all evil, how we shouldn't have as much as other people, how money is, you know, it just creates pain. Money doesn't make you happy. Can we just please release and eliminate all points of views just for this masterclass? Let's just do me a favor and just eliminate and just release all points of views that you have just for the next next 45 minutes about money, okay? Because Money is energy. So we're going to be talking about energy. We're going to be talking about worthiness. And these are all connected in. For those of you who don't know me, if you're new to this page, I'm Victoria Bond. I'm a psychic medium. I am a coach as well. And I help practitioners and coach coaches and people that are interested in spiritual stuff to expand their reach and also, you know, expand the impact. That's what the whole entire thing is about. But also making sure that we have harmony within the energies and the money flows with our own supernatural gifts. So 
Okay, before I get into the the story of me and how I've created more abundance and wealth and happiness in my life, I'll tell you a little story about what's happening right now, okay, energetically. So the veil is thin. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the the veil between the dimensions. Like you can just imagine like there's a wall between spirit. There's a wall between humans, right? That there, visualizing that's like a veil, right? Visualizing it's like a door kind of thing. It's like it's very, very, very thin right now, which means if you're thinking about a house, you know, which which is insulated or thick walls or soundproof or whatever, it is pretty much like having just one thin wall, like being in a tent. That's what it seems to be like with the distance between spirit and the energetic worlds, the the more of the the dimensions where, you know, there is no bodies, it's more just energy, and then the humans. And what is happening is we have all these people waking up, right? And this is why I began all those years ago was because I woke up. You know, I'm not saying I'm a con- I'm totally conscious. I'm not saying I'm fully awake. That would be um, very egotistic of me. Um, but... We're getting more and more and more people waking up to the possibility that there is more. The possibility of connecting with energy as their first language. Of creating from a dimension and a paradigm of creating abundance, manifesting. This, of course, was not something that we had easy access to. It were these massive big walls, right? There's, the veil was so kind of heavy, I suppose, or or thick. So it was only a few people that could kind of reach through and and really have those connections with spirit and energy and understanding and psychic mediumship and and all of that type of stuff. But now it, more and more and more of us have access to it. Yes, we've all had the ability. We've all got the codes. We've all got the DNA within us. But more and more and more of us are able to access it with a lot more ease. It's like our everyday life. So what did Spirit tell me? And this this is actually, I'm going to reference my friend uh, Tina Squires here because we're very close and she's also a psychic medium. She's amazing. And she was talking about the rubbish, the energetic rubbish around in the auras. And then I was tapping into Spirit and I was like, show me what is happening in this collect this. collective energy at the moment and they showed me this funny little story about you know every single person you know is getting their own rubbish their own kind of energy their own stuff their thoughts their feelings their points of views their considerations their judgments and what they're doing is instead of like dealing with it themselves and transmuting it and cleaning it up and doing the work, people, because the veil is so thin, they're starting to go, oh, shit, like, what do I do with this? Oh, my God, all the shadows are coming up. All this 4D stuff is coming up, the 3D stuff, the past life stuff, the past human stuff. And they're starting to go, oh, shit, this is too much. This is too much. They start dumping all over the show. And uh, you think about this, like, if we did this with our rubbish, if we put all of our rubbish in a bin and then we, we go, we put it outside on Tuesday on rubbish day and then the truck comes along and puts the rubbish in, we contain that energy. We go to the, rub, the rubbish dump, right? Where, where they, it's all contained and it all breaks down and all the things. But <laughs> what we're doing with our energy is rather than putting it in one bin and transmuting it and looking after it and doing the mindset stuff and, you know, dumping it out on the paper and, and doing the, the prayer or the intentions and the cleaning up of the money stuff and the worthiness stuff and all the stuff that's coming up for us because we are growing and expanding. So chaos comes in that. What we're doing is we're just taking our rubbish and we're dumping it out on the ground with no rubbish bin. 
And then the, you know, the rubbish truck comes along with its big kind of, you know, his little things to bring up the, pick up the bin, but there's no bin. So it's only grabbing a little bit of rubbish and all the other rubbish is left around. Then the wind picks up and then it flies the rubbish around and pretty much the rubbish starts sticking to everybody. And then we start carrying around, you know, bits of rubbish. Like this is like energies and entities getting clung onto our bodies. So the analogy that they were showing was, if our world has rubbish flying all around it and then there's rain and, you know, then, you know, that rubbish goes into the sea and then it lands on the houses and the gardens and then, you know, we get it stuck onto our clothes because there's rubbish everywhere, the world turns to shit. <laughs> Where are we doing that with our bodies? We're not, we're not, half of us aren't cleaning out our auras every day. We're not sweeping it off. We're not sitting with our own energies, our own own intentions, bringing up our own shadows, shadows, cleaning them out, transmuting them, doing the work, having the coaches to help us through our blind spots. We're just like throwing our shit everywhere. Now, this is not everybody. I, I want to make this very clear. I'm not saying everybody is doing this rubbish dumping of their energies, right? We wouldn't do this with the physical rubbish. So why are we doing this with our energy? And you'll notice this because if it's not you doing it, you'll notice other people around you doing it. They're not grounding and they're throwing their shit out there and they're not cleaning up, but they're wanting to do the spiritual work. They're wanting to manifest. They're wanting to magnetize themselves. They're wanting to bring in more joy and love and expansion, but they don't want to do the work. And the work is cleaning up the goddamn rubbish, putting it in the bin so it can go where it's meant to go. Does this make sense to you? Okay, we have to contain our own energy, transmute it as we go through, and learn how to use energy as our first language. But we haven't been taught it. And those of us who are trying to do that and we understand that, we forget because we have been programmed to be human. At the particular age that you are, you have to act a certain way. You've got to drive a certain vehicle. You've got to have kids at a certain age. You've got to marry forever. Like, of course, we're changing all these things right now, the dynamics as we're growing. But just as our ancestors married the one person, no matter what, like life or death type of stuff, just as there was a few mediums around or intuitive people, you know, we've changed because we've become more conscious and the veil has become thinner. And it probably will keep going to be becoming more thinner and more thinner. We must keep our heads, okay? And I have recently seen a couple of people lose their heads because they weren't cleaning the rubbish up as they went. They weren't cleaning the aura. They weren't asking for strength. They weren't asking for guidance. And they weren't asking for themselves to be the strongest entity and clearing the rubbish, okay? So I'm just going to have a look. Let me know if this is making sense. Yeah, energy is the whole a whole other language, and it is the language. I'm so glad that is making sense to you guys. Where are you from? Where are you from in the world? Pop it down below because I know I can see some Australians. I can see some people from obviously New Zealand. I'm here um, in New Zealand at a beach town. I'm actually in a batch right now <laughs> um, visiting. So where are you in the world? And and what do you feel about this energetic? So what do you feel about energy in the first language? Now, okay, so I just want to let you sit with that for a minute. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about me, okay? So about six years ago, so many of you have heard this. I'll keep this brief. I had my second child and I don't know what hit me. 
to the fact that I thought I was going crazy because this girl Emma in spirit was talking to me, asking me to go talk to her mum. And I was like, this shit is crazy. Like I know there's psychic mediumship um, in my line and my ancestral line. And I know that, you know, more people are getting into it because they've got access to it now with the level of consciousness that we're at. But I was like, is this for real? Because I'm feeling depressed. I'm exhausted. I haven't slept for years. All the things. My marriage wasn't great. I had a hair salon. I was making probably 16 to 30K a year. You know, probably 16K profit, New Zealand. So that's not a lot. That's like probably, you know, <laughs> two months of living or something. I don't know. Um and I just didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't know what, what the point was. I was confused. Am I just meant to be a mum for the rest of my life? I love these kids, but who am I meant to be? What am I doing? And I pretty much decided after I went to the doctor and begged for medication, thinking I was utterly, totally, completely depressed. Couldn't drive a car, couldn't do anything, right? I was just felt useless. I felt like a bad mum, like I'd failed my kids, felt like a really bad wife. I uh, couldn't keep up with my friendships. I felt like I was just a bad friend. Um, all my best friends, they didn't even didn't hear from me for years because it was life was just really, really hard, right? Let me know if that resonates with you. Have you had a hard time in your life where you've just gone, what the fuck is the point? Like, I just, what? And I was sitting in this energy, right? And I was just like, oh my God, the doctor said, no, they're not going to give me medication. And I didn't ask lightly. They told me to go get my hair done and go for a walk on the beach and maybe take my kids to Bernardo's so some random person, stranger, could look after them. I was like, you don't understand. I want to be with my kids. I just, I just, I'm just stuck. I couldn't hold myself. I couldn't hold the abilities I had. I didn't know what the hell those abilities were. I were taught that they were bad and evil to even entertain them. And here is a spirit talking to me, a girl I knew at school, wanting me to help her, wanting me to help her reach her family. And she wanted to help me too. That is a story of beautiful Emma. And um, I did reach out to her mum in the end. I did reach out and help her, her nephew. I did reach out to her best friend in Australia and helped her start her entire consciousness business. Um, and now that's what she does. I, I did help, you know. Um, but I was in a bit of duality. Do I die? Do I live? So before I actually went and helped Emma, and actually she helped me, of course, and I started doing readings and actually going, I'm just going to try this. Like, it's the worst thing that can happen is, is I get a no. I had to make a decision whether I lived or died. And I didn't mean I was going to physically die. I wasn't going to take my own physical life, but I had to make a decision. Was I going to find my happiness and my joy and go beyond the 15K or 16K I was making a year? Although I loved my clients. Don't get me wrong. I loved my clients. I love being a hairdresser, but I was exhausted. I was hitting burnout after burnout after burnout. Didn't know I was a projector in human design. Um, and yeah, it, it was, it was really hard and I felt very judged. I decided that I was going to live. And I decided if I was going to live, I was going to live hard. I was going to live real. Hard might not be the word. <laughs> but I was going to show up no matter what. And I was going to be in my joy every day. And I was never going to be in victim mode again. And I was going to figure it out. But I knew I couldn't just switch. You can't go from depressed with no light at the end of the tunnel to fully aligned. And okay, like there's chemical stuff going on. We've got a mind and a body and a soul, right? It's not just about being happy. It's about doing the work, like I said at the beginning. So what I did 
was I would say, okay, spirit, okay, God, okay, source energy, whatever the hell is out there. I don't even know. I'm confused now. Am I meant to be spiritual or religious or I don't even know. I was very confused. I said, show me just one step at a time. And I started meditating every day, listening to, you know, Eckhart Tolle, listening to Teal Swan, listening to Joe Dispenza. Um, I would just do a spirit guide meditation every day. And then I just started to keep receiving information, you know, receiving information. I started going, this is really exciting me and lighting me up. You know, yes, abundance, baby. I was feeling it. I was going, there's more. I feel this energy. I feel a spark like it did when I was 16. I feel a spark like it did when I was 10. I feel a spark. And I, I, I can't quite reach it. What is it? So I kept following it. I kept following it. And I'd be like, I feel good when I do this. I feel good when I when I think about spirit and I think about mediumship. And then I start visualizing myself on a stage doing mediumship for thousands and thousands of people. Thousands. I visualized this. And I was like, I'm not even a goddamn medium. Like, what the hell? But, of course, Emma was talking to me. And then I'd feel my great-grandparents come through. And, you know, I didn't, didn't make much deal of it. I thought, oh, that's a bit weird, Victoria. Told my husband eventually when I had to go talk to Emma's mum. I said, look, I'm sorry, but you've got to take the babies because I had little kids and I was hairdressing. I was just a, in a burnout mode, right? So you've got to take them into the room, Luke, because Emma's mum's coming over. Or, you know, and I need to tell her something. And he's like... What do you mean? What are you doing, Victoria? And I said, I can't tell you. You're going to convince me not to. And this has taken me a whole year to get the courage to do this. Please just do it. And he goes, Victoria, tell me what's going on. And I said, Emma's been talking to me for a whole entire year. I've been buying her mum presents, um, dropping them off at her door, saying, love Victoria, but I was meant to say, love Emma, but I don't want to seem like a freak. And she wants to make sure she's okay. And she's been saying she might be lonely over Christmas. And she wants to say this and she wants to say that. And, da -da -da -da, and I want to give her a hug all the time. And Luke said to me, Victoria, this makes so much more sense than anything else because you've been talking to me about Emma's mum all year because I loved her. She was my client, uh, my hairdressing client. And Victoria, just trust yourself and go for it. So I went into the lounge when Emma's mum turned up and I I made her a cup of tea and I said, you might want to sit down. And she goes, are you pregnant? And I said, hell no, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> but this is about you. And I stood there and I was shaking and I was nervous. And I said, your daughter keeps coming to me and talking to me. And she tells me this and she tells me this and 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 this. And remembering, you know, I didn't really know this girl well. I knew her at school, like, we're acquaintances. I didn't know much about her. Um, I was friends with her brother, not with her. And she burst out crying and she said to me, Victoria, this is so accurate. This means everything to me because she would have said those things. And then at the very end, I said, I've got something for you and I want to let you know those presents were from Emma, but this is a present that I have that she pretty much forced me to get. And what had actually happened is every day, or, or pretty much every day I went into the shops, I kept seeing these little angels, like little tiny angel ornaments, right? And they were beautiful. Everywhere I went, I was like, why is there angel ornaments? And every shop I go into, and it was like, buy me, buy me, buy me, buy me for Emma's, like it was Emma saying, please buy for my mum. And I was going, no, stop it. You're making me seem like a freak buying somebody like presents all the time. Like she's going to be like, what are you up to? <clears throat> And then I said to her, you know what, Emma, if I drive past the shop and the shop is open because it was a Saturday morning, if I've got enough money and there's a park outside, I'll go in and I'll buy that and I'll give that to your mum. 
So I went, so I drove past. The shop was open. There was no one outside. I went in. I had the right amount of cash. I quickly grabbed it. I bought it, and I went, thanks, bye. And I went, fuck. I have to give it to her. I was like, you know what? I'm going to ring your mum, and I'm going to see if she's available. And if she's available to come over and talk to me, then I will tell her. I made it very hard for her. So I rang her up, and she's like, oh, I I'm going into town. I said, don't worry about it. It's all good. I'll talk to you another time. She was like, actually, you know what? I will pop in for 15 minutes. And I was like, oh. And then, of course, she showed up and I told my husband to go. And here I am giving this present to her. And she looks at it and it's a little angel. And she said her friends at school used to call her angel. She had big wings on her wall. And um, I had actually been in a competition with her at school um, for dressmaking. And, um, yeah, one she, wings were on her. She had wings in her. Um, and she won as well. I think someone got first, I got second. She got third in this competition out of town. Emma changed my entire life because I trusted that she was there. And I got the evidence and the confirmation from her mother, um, from her sister-in-law, um, and, of course, others about the information. Why do I share this story with you? Because to be a spiritual boss baby, you've got to have balls. You've got to have grit. You've got to be raw. And you're always going to be scared. You're always going to be scared, whether it's something to do spiritual, whether it's making a whole lot of money, because you know that, and we're going to talk about money soon, because you know you're here for greatness. And of course, well-resourced beings, human beings can make a huge change in the world. We're not here to be broke and to be in scarcity so we can, you know, resonate with all the other broke scarcity people in the world. That's not how being an empath works. It's so we can actually step up and make a difference. And this is why I do free stuff all the time. This is why I give away free programs all the time. You get to be paid to be who you are. You get to be ballsy and brave. You get to show up unapologetically and you most definitely will get judged. And that inner child, what he or she wants is to be accepted and to be loved as they are. But the people around you couldn't always accept you or love you as you are because they had so many of their own conditions and projections and expectations um, and programming. And we are all mirrors towards each other. So what I started realizing after that was energy is everything. And I started getting really curious after, obviously a lot more spirit came through. I started doing readings for people. I started talking to my hairdressing clients going, oh my God, can I talk to you about this? You know, and, and all of a sudden the hair is becoming these, you know, soul retrievals, implant removals, energy healings, card pulls. Like it was never a haircut with Victoria, you know, it was a big spiritual experience. And, and what I realized was, oh my goodness, you know, I'm meant to be doing this. I don't know how. And I'm scared and my whole family's going to judge me and I have to get paid to do this because I've got to replace the hairdressing. And that's where it began from a girl who was brought up with, you know, humble beginnings. My parents did the very best they could, but they had five kids. I'm the eldest and they had us young. We lived in a little beach town. You know, for me, I never knew what wealth would be like or having money. I never expected it. I never expected it. I'll say to my husband, do you think one day we'll have money? He goes, yeah, if we keep working hard. And that's what we did. We worked like our parents and our parents before the, us, for them and before them and before them and before them, we worked our asses off. We're not from money. I didn't want copious amounts of money. I just wanted 
to help and to be a contribution to the world in a way that I could. And if I had to replace the hairdressing with the spiritual stuff, then I was going to have to get paid. <gasps> you have to pay for readings. I'm going to, and then I started going, what can I share? I can share all the stuff with people for free. So I started a Facebook group. And then I was like, oh, this is really cool. I did a 12 week challenge. One of my clients to this day, still, she went to the free challenge and she said, oh my God, I've loved you ever since. And she's paid me like multiple, you know, at least five figures. She's paid me, yeah, more than five figures, maybe multiple to be in my containers because she saw that I was coming from my heart. It all comes from our heart. And we must know our worth and money, no matter what, if I was getting paid 16K for the hairdressing or if I'm getting paid, you know, like 20 times that in a year now, so 20 times to my income, you know, that's not exact, but um, I've definitely more than 10 x it. That doesn't change who I am or my worthiness. It doesn't mean that I've got to give more. I actually give less. Because the money you receive for any services that you have, and you need to listen to me because some of you are going to start blanking out right now, the money that you receive for any services will never, ever equal your worthiness. And this is where people are tripping themselves up. You know, I get paid $33 an hour. You know, it's a very, very good income in New Zealand. Um, I've got a very good paying job. I should be very, very grateful. So I don't mind doing a bit of overtime because I get paid well. That there's equating your worthiness to the money that you receive. My husband was getting paid 30 something dollars an hour. He was at the top of his, you know, electrical, the electrical business he was working in. He was at the top. He was managing everybody. And he's to say, Victoria, I'm getting paid really, really well. And I go, well, you're not getting paid well enough because I would much rather you be at home with me. I would much rather you be with our kids instead of working every single holidays because you think that if you work every single holiday, then we're going to get somewhere because you're working so hard. I said, are you going to start a business or am I? He took too long and I said, okay, how do you feel about being a stay-at-home dad? And he said to me, oh, my God, that would be amazing. And I said, I'm going to make it happen. Because the money I receive does not equal my worthiness. No amount of money does. I don't do what I do for the money. But there has to be an energetic exchange. Otherwise, you will lose your head. And I've seen people lose their heads because they've got loose boundaries because they give themselves away. And we call this prostitute consciousness. You know, we could probably find a better word for that. <laughs> um, your worthiness. I want you to write it in the comments. My worthiness has got nothing to do with my value, with money. My worthiness does not equal money. My worthiness does not equal money. No amount of money can equal my worthiness, right? Like, I don't know, like, whatever. Make it, make something up and write it in the chat box. Worthiness has got nothing to do with money. Money is just energy. And if you're not getting paid some amount of money, you're going to get tired. You're going to burn out. That's what was happening to me. And if you're equating yourself to a price, a dollar price, then you're selling yourself short always. And people that come to me and they want to get their, their, you know, um, their money worth. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious because you're not going to push my boundaries or my standards because I know what I'm available for. You could pay me $10,000. You could pay me $10. Or you could pay me $100,000 to work with me and I'm still not going to go into overdrive or overgiving because I know my worth and money can never buy my worth. Is this making sense? Your brain's probably going, yeah, I get that. 
but the proof is in the pudding. My worthiness does not equal money. Yes, my worthiness does not equal money. Where am I overworking to prove myself? It's not your fault. (laughs) You were totally trained to do this from the minute that you were born. It is nobody's fault. This is just... As a collective energy, we are growing, we are expanding. Your worthiness is literally, there's no price. And when I'm giving a reading, when I'm giving a session, like I had a two-hour session today, it was totally epic. I didn't sit there and go, was that a good session? Did I give her enough, you know, bang for her buck? What I did was I said, what happened today in our session was perfect. It's exactly what she required. You know, so money is energy and money comes to you if you are willing to receive it. It comes to you if you're willing to receive it and it comes in many ways. I did a post before and it said a $7,000 day may not look like what you think it does. You know, my biggest days in business, I had like a 70K month. Um, I think it was maybe a week. I don't know. It was huge. Um, and I was staying in this batch. It's definitely not five star, but this is where I choose to be when I come to the beach. Um, and I was with my friends during the day. Um, and I was with clients and I was doing card readings for clients and my membership and my mastermind and having chats to people about coming and working with me. And I, I made fuck loads of money. I wasn't really in front of the computer hustling. I was actually swimming at the beach twice a day. Because I know that money does not equal my worthiness. And I must remind myself that every day because it's deeply programmed in. Are you ready to release and eliminate all points of view that you have created about your worthiness equaling money? Okay. And I just want you to just let that all go right now. Are you ready? Put yes in the comments if you're ready. Are you ready to release and eliminate the points of views that you've held in about money throughout all time, space, and dimensions? This is a bit of a clearing. Okay, we're working on the subconscious and the being here. So yes below if you resonate with that. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk to you about is energy. So I started talking about energy and we went to money and we're just kind of flicking between the receiving and the energy and, of course, the worthiness. Now, we talked about worthiness pretty in depth, but you might want to go do some of your own cleaning up because once now we've clicked this in, things are going to come up energetically, like you might want to purge, you might want to cry, um, you know, a song might come on, you might be like, oh, you might go back to the seven-year-old who visualized, you know, who experienced maybe poverty or even a lot of money and maybe that it was some wounding around that. There's, It doesn't matter if there's money or not. In my experience, the people that have had money have had projections of other people that didn't have money and felt guilty for having money. And the other way around is, you know, people not having much money, like we didn't have much money. I'd look at people with money going, why don't I have money? Will I ever be able to have money? I, I don't think it's in the cards for me. So then we can just literally release and eliminate all of these points of views by making a choice to do so. And of course, this is the work that I've done to get myself from $16,000 in profit a year, if I was lucky, in a job that I loved. I did. I loved it. That, that, that was like, I loved it, but it made no money. <laughs> like, I loved it. And Luke was like, you know, aren't you so stoked that you don't have to do like a $100 haircut and color, which cost you $60 in product. It took you three hours. And then person comes back because they want a slightly different shade. 
and you got to do it again and it ends up costing you. And I was like, ah, hell yes. So I went from 16K to making over half a million dollars in profit over a couple of years, like in profit. So making well over $300,000 um, a year, well over for the last uh, few years, because I said to my husband, are you going to do it or am I going to do it? Because there's another way. And this way is burnout mode, and I'm not doing it anymore. I'm a projector. But generators and managers and reflectors and manifestors can all burn out too, right, if they're not in alignment. I'm here to make things more efficient, to um, to not cut corners, but to make things easier and accessible and better. So I learned the spiritual stuff, and then I decided – uh, actually, I learned pretty much a lot of life coaching stuff. And along with the, the I never thought the mediumship stuff would take off. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was like, the spiritual stuff is never going to happen. I was visualizing myself on this um, stage and I kept putting that aside and going, no, 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 it's business. No, no, no. It's, um, it's teaching people how to release their blocks, right? So I learned off an amazing coach, uh, one of my first coaches, Donna Lisa, and I learned all this cool stuff off her. And then I pretty much went and created my own programs. And, and it, because I had come from my heart and I opened this Facebook group, um, I said, who wants in? And everyone was like, me, 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 me. So I had my first 10K months and that was maybe at the end of 2019. And then what happened was I was like, holy shit, that just happened. And I was like, I'm going to do another program. So I did release your blocks about three times. I baited that. I tested it. I see, saw the results. Um, and then I've gone and I've done a lot of programs in that time. And, um, of course, my, my, my spiritual stuff kept just going, coming at me, coming at me, coming at me, coming at me. And I saw a lot more results in the spiritual teachings I was doing than actually the business stuff. Although I do do business stuff, but the spiritual stuff was just like coaching with the spiritual stuff was just like magic. It was just really lighting me up. So magnificent mediumship was channeled through it for 4, 4, 4am. And I did a whole lot of free programs, a soulful shift, seven day, um, there's a seven day guide to align. I've done, um, there's master classes on mediumship, like full blown professional ones that have been done that, um, is going around the world. We do Facebook ads to share these free programs and free content. And the minute I stepped in and I was bold enough and ballsy enough to go, fine, fuck it, I'm going to go and I'm going to sell a mediumship program. Um, and I've only been doing this for a few years, but I've been through the step by step by step by step by step. And I know the process to keep your head, right? <laughs> so not to lose your head amongst it. Um, it massively took off. And of course, now this page is called Psychic Medium Victoria Bond because I'm going bigger and bolder. So the point here is you have to really follow the sparkly feeling. You have to look at the bigger picture and you have to say, you know, my dream is to stay on the stage and do mediumship, but I wasn't a medium. And that was the ultimate goal that I had. But I kept following the next feeling that felt good. And I wanted to share because I saw all these people had blocks and there was all these depressed mums like I had been. So I created Release Your Blocks, which was my program that I freaking loved. I recorded as much as I possibly could apart from Christmas Day because I was so, so ready. I just, you nearly need to be obsessed with what you're doing and put all your energy into it. Like 
it was a bit of a hustle and I kind of teach not to do the hustle, but sometimes you've just got to put that sprint in. And I loved it. And I showed up and I shared it with the world, you know, and I shared free stuff everywhere. And then, of course, some people kept coming with me and some people didn't. And it was okay. Um, They got what they needed to. And when I did this magnificent mediumship, it was the easiest program I ever did. Because the whole thing channeled out, there's a workbook, boundaries and standards and how to talk to spirit and when to talk to spirit and uh, like cards and channeling and magic and light language, all of these things, the quantum leaping, the, the mindset, all of this stuff is just sitting around you. And you can grab it. There's information everywhere and you can bring it in. And I shared it and I've done it like about five times now, this, this magnificent mediumship certification. And people's lives are changing in random ways, random ways, because my vibration was reading their vibration. And when we came together as a soul, it wasn't about the money or the worthiness. It was about the energy that we were creating as blueprints that came together, working together, and then within the group, right? So why am I sharing this with you is because you need to understand that everything is energy, including programs, including cars, including this batch. It's got its own energy. I had to do a lot of work on her at the beginning of the year because there was a portal close to her. Um, and, you know, it was messing with my dreams and it was kind of, the veil was so thin over Christmas, New Year's. I was like literally having spirits like come through like a train a railway um, station. <laughs> so now the energy of her is beautiful and the land under her, underneath this, this batch is, you know, Gaia, Sophia, which is planet Earth, who is an entity on its own. Um, our friendships are entities. Our businesses are entities. We are entities. You know, our body is an entity. And then we've got our, our spirit and we've got our being as well. It's like the three in one. You know, our relationship to source, to divine source, to God is its own entity. And we somehow forget this. And we start making things very linear and very solid. But what if we had no points of view and what if we just follow the energy, the energy of expansion, the the sparkly energy and what I see. And I was having a conversation with a girl last night. I was just, you know, just chatting to her because she said, I've got to give up this this um, holistic business because I'm not making any money and I'm going to go get a job. And I just said to her, when you go in with a strategy, when you go in with this energy and strategy, right? So 80% energy, 20% strategy. Your strategy is not going to work if you don't have your energy behind it. And this is where people are failing online is because they're not having the energy behind their strategy. The strategy is simple. It's like showing up like this, right? This is a strategy, but it's all it's 80% energy, right? It's an invitation for you to come and work with me. Full disclosure, of course. Everyone wants to taste out people, right? But then energetically, it is 80% of it. So nothing works unless you have the intention behind something and it's coming from your heart. It's not about your worthiness. It's just literally about showing up and shining. And it doesn't have to be like this. It could just be a post. And what I had done is I had just put up one post. Who wants to release their blocks? That's all I had done. The only reason why it wouldn't have worked is if I didn't believe it was going to work and I doubted it. Oh my God, am I going to have to go get a job? Oh shit, what if it doesn't work? That I didn't think that. What I thought was, oh my God, I'm so excited that this is going to work. I wonder how many people I'm going to get. I'm calling in 20 
21 or 25 or whatever it is. And I'm so excited to start. Oh my God, I hope I can do it. Okay, that's okay. I'm just going to record and go get it prepared. Because this is going to, I had, I had no, no doubt in my mind it wasn't going to work. Not one ounce. Of course it's going to work. How can it not work? And this is what I said to the girl I was talking to. I gave her that strategy. I'm happy to give anyone the strategy. Like that's what business coaches do. They tell you all the strategies. If you don't have the energy behind it, it's not going to work. It doesn't. Why do you think so many coaches or holistic practitioners fail? Because A, if you're going in it for the money, you're going to fail or you're going to be in hustle for the whole your whole life chasing the money. Um, but if you don't believe in your product, I was like, everyone needs this product. Everyone needs release your blocks. It's mindset. It's energetics. It's spirit. It's entity clearings. Like it's a, literally, it's a. I still have it. It's a self study program. People still purchase, right? And it's quite reasonable as well. But I was like, everyone needs it because this is everything I did to change my life from depressed to fully, fully happy. It's a ten k container. It's where I started making my ten k months. That's the energy that it is. Um, I knew it was going to sell, and it did. And I got twenty. Five people in the first round, most coaches are like, holy shit, like, you know, I've got two people. How do I make it more? And there's doubt, there's self-doubt. So having unshakable faith means surrender, but it also means aligned action. And I put a lot of aligned action in. I messaged those people. I said, I'm so excited. Do you want to jump on a call so I can tell you about it? Or do you want me to send the details here? And when I jumped on the call, I was definitely overgiving, and I probably talked to them for an hour. They ended up getting like a free coaching session. I was like, yeah, you're starting. Your life is going to change. That energy is different to, would you like to buy my product? I don't know if it's good enough, but hopefully you can tell me if it is. No one wants that. Everyone wants someone who can go, I can hold you. I can look after you. Let's go. So you may not have a program, you may not even be online, right? You may not even be a coach or a holistic practitioner. But I was a mum who was hairdressing, who had a vision to do something. I realized that no amount of money that I could get would ever, ever equal my worthiness of who I am. So I might as well make it fun, right? It's not that hard to beat 16K a year. So what if my coaching could make me over that? What if I could get paid 50K a year? What if I could get 100K a year? What if I could do what I love and play with spirit and people and help them be empowered within themselves like I did? Like I did over that year from depressed and wanting to die to I'm going to live my life. And I did step by step by step by step. And I did the mindset and I hired the coach. What if I could get 100? What if I could get 150? What if I could get 200? What if I could have like a half a million dollar year and do what I want to do? Holy shit, what if I could have a million dollar business and lives are changing and other people are doing the same around them because I got with them and our blueprints were a match because our souls were meant to meet. And, you know, I I have paid over $200,000, maybe a little bit less, but very close to that in my own self-development. I paid 10K to my coach straight up. So I work with her. So I was always investing in myself, but I started off with no money. I had to like literally borrow the $1,500 to do my first program. And it was really, really scary. And my husband's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I am doing this. I have to do this. I'm ready to change. And I've helped change thousands of people's lives with the ripple effect of my free stuff. That is where 
this boss babe, the spiritual boss babe comes in. I'm spiritual, but I'm a boss babe. I am here to kill it in the best way in life. I'm here to crank it. I will show up. I was literally a little bit burnt out because I worked my butt off this morning. Um, I actually had a bit of a, 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 a fail forward because I recorded a podcast all about channeling and then the sound audio was out, right? So I was like, oh, 40 minutes, gone down the drain. And then I had a two-hour session with one of my mastermind girls and it was epic, but I was pretty much wasted by the end of it. I lay on the bed and I went, I've got a masterclass soon. Oh my God, what if I can't do it? What if I'm too tired? I put on my lipstick, I put on my hat, I remembered who the hell I am, I remembered I'm in the 5%, I'm a multiple six-figure coach who is consistently making 50k months by showing up and being herself, and I showed up. And is this resonating with you? Am I doing a good job? (laughs) It's about you being you. And it's about your worthiness. Am I worthy, right? So what are your mistaken beliefs? You might want to write this down and come back because we're going to finish in a minute, right? So we've got way more to get through next, next um, tomorrow. So mistaken beliefs. What are my mistaken beliefs about worthiness and money? Write that down. Write it down so you can journal on it, right? And then what is my new belief? What is my soul belief about my worthiness? Okay, so what are my mistaken beliefs about worthiness and money? And what is my soul belief? What is my new belief? Okay, what is my true belief? What should you do about that around worthiness and money? Okay, um, because it's all about the it's all about the harmony of everything. Now people go, I'm not about the money, and then they go do readings and they burn out because they didn't charge. And I'm like, it's two thousand dollars to have a reading with me. You can find that on my website. You know. $2,000 and you will get a two, 90 minute to two hour session with me. You know, and people go, what the fuck? You can't charge that amount. I say, I do. Well, I do. Because you could pay me $20,000 for my time. You know, I trust spirit is going to pay me massively for this, right? Um, I, this, whether I get paid for this or not has nothing to do with my worthiness. Because I know that someone's going to have an aha. I know that one person at least is going to have a breakthrough. And many of you, if not all of you, are going to have a reminder. Because this is where the faith comes in. This is where the energy comes in. (laughs) Oh, I love you guys. Oh, so many people that have been with me for so, so, so long, okay? And that makes me feel really good as well because I continuously try to up-level so I'm growing and expanding as a soul because we're never there, you know? We're always getting there. And like I said, you know, I was pretty much lying. I've got a photo shoot after this as well with my best friend, and I was lying in bed, and I was like, oh. I can't wait for this masterclass. I'm tired. And I messaged my friend and said, I'm tired. How am I going to do this? And she goes, because you're a spiritual boss, babe. And I was like, thank you. And there's a whole lot of rubbish hanging out in the world right now. There's a whole lot of energy flying around. So don't lose your head. Do the work. I want to focus on money mindset. I want to clean up any worthiness wounds. I want to receive from the world and give to the world. I'm here for greatness and I'm here to share the greatness with everybody else that they can be in their greatness. And I will be judged. But every time I'm judged, I know I'm doing a good job because I've triggered somebody and I know that if people are talking about me, 
then whether it's good or whether it's bad, then I'm doing something right. That took me a long time to get because I was the girl that it was at the pub and if someone looked at me and they were like, we don't like you, I was like, why don't you like me? What's wrong with me? I didn't do anything to you. I want to be your friend. I was so needy, creepy, like, oh, my God, please, like me. Ugh. <laughs> Yuck. Okay, let's just release and eliminate all the points of view about needing to be liked because everybody else is totally in their own illusion. They're already, they've got all of their own layers up, you know. Um, people will try to take your business down and you just go, thank you. You know, please go and find your own way. And I hope I triggered you enough to change. We get to change and we get to choose. We get to make money. We get to be a boss babe or a boss boss. <laughs> boss man. We get to be in love. We get to have orgasms and we get to hug each other. And we get to eat beautiful food, drink beautiful champagne. We are sensitory, we are gifted, and we are worthy just because we are. And when I do these types of sessions, and I know that you guys are feeling this, because I can feel it, and it makes me want to cry, you reflect back to me, because I'm reading your vibration, of my worthiness, right? And how I am worthy. And what you see in me is exactly what's within you, because it is a mirror. So let me know how this all feels for you. Okay, so that's a little bit of how I created multiple six figures, and it wasn't strategy. It was energy. 20% was the strategy, and that's why I told the girl last night, I said, you've done enough energy. Where's your strategy? Mix them together. Let's go. That was free information for a coach because I believe in her magic, and I believe in yours. I love it. Everyone's saying negative is a mediumship. Yes, and spiritually aligned membership, of course, and Evolve. We've got Mastermind and memberships, and we've got MM. And, of course, Magnificent Mediumship is opening up on the 1st of July. So that is going to be epic. It's a certification. So last time we had, like, 30 beautiful souls. So all of those certificates are going out now. I'm just writing love notes for everybody. Um, we dive into human design as well so we can understand the different centers and how we can read um, by understanding the other. But one thing I want to say just to kind of round this up is to know spirit is to know yourself. And those of you who have done MM know I say this all the time. But if you have money stuff coming up or if you've got expectations or projections of other people or judgments or envy or anything like that, don't beat yourself up. Just acknowledge it and go, what are my worthiness wounds around money? And what was my experience as a child with money? Like I remember my mom just going, sorry, Tori, I don't have the money for that. And she just wouldn't have the $2. And I, I didn't want to, I stopped asking for money because I felt like, you know, I don't want to ask to go to the school trip or I don't want to ask for new shoes. I, I don't want to ask for a new school bag. I was like, can I have a school bag for my birthday? Um, because my parents did the very best they could so my mum could stay at home with us and she kept popping out babies. <laughs> um, they did the very, very best they could, but it doesn't mean that I don't have the scarcity wounding because there was times where it was like, I hope the paycheck comes in so we can like buy food. Like we had the veggie garden. Um, 
But how do you do five children? Like, how do you feed them and clothe them and then get them to their school trips? It was, it was hard. And, of course, I had that conditioning I had to work through. And many of you will have that, all the, the opposite of, you know, oh, my goodness. So, you know, we've got money. We should feel bad that we have money. And that's what I deal with is a lot of clients as they go, I feel bad for charging because the people coming to me don't have money. And I do. And I'm like, well, you better just get rid of that point of view because everyone has money. Because every money is energy. And it's just like air that we breathe. And if you really want something, you always find the money to get it or it magically appears. So every time someone says to me, I'll go manifest the money, I was like, you don't manifest the money. You make the money, right? You make the manifestation happen. This is where that feminine and the masculine and actually the infinity sign is very much about knowing the balance between it because uh, I take a lot of action, but then I take a lot of downtime. I do a lot of energy work and then the strategy just takes off, right? It's just the mind that comes in with the strategy if you're wanting to start a business or any kind of project. It's just about that. Like it's the end of the day, doing the actual work and doing posts and popping them out is actually super simple because you just use your mind to do it. It's all of the energy. It's all energy. And your children help you make money, right? You're the batch. This batch makes us, makes me so much money. I'm going to end up buying this batch one day <laughs> because when I'm here, she loves it. And I go, well, if I'm going to be here, you have to make me money, right? I say to my kids, you want boots? You want stuff? Go make some money. Mom, how do I make money? I don't know, like ask for it. You should know this. You know, it's about receiving. It's about receiving and being willing to receive. I love you guys. I'm going to leave this here. If you want to check out more about me, go to my website, victoriabond.co.nz, I believe it is. Um, I love psychic medium Victoria Bond. I was ballsy enough to close down my group of a thousand people, which was called Awaken. Before that, it was holistic energy shifting. And I made multiple, multiple six figures from that group by constantly offering an extension of what I'm doing here. So if you love Psychic Medium Victoria Bond, please share this group with people if you think they need to hear this, right? And also I have a free podcast, which is called Awaken. Um, you can find that on Spotify. And I, I do some pretty big riffs on there as well. <sighs> that is me. I've got a photo shoot to get to for my next up level. Sending you so much love. You're so fucking amazing too. And thank you for giving my energy. I really needed some sacral energy to get me on my ass off that bed so I can go be the boss babe that I truly be. I believe in you. I believe in your magic. It's all within you. Um, I would love to hear what the biggest takeaway is from this today because we've got two more freaking days and I've been waiting for this. I got COVID. I canceled. Now I'm back and I'm bolder and more potent than ever. Sending you so much love. Please share this. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, and I'll catch you later. Listening to today's episode, I trust that you got those golden nuggets that you required to shift your consciousness, to expand your awareness, and to turn up your capacity. I invite you to share this podcast with anyone that you feel would benefit from it, and also share the golden nuggets that you have learned with your friends, family, and of course, clients. You can contact me if there's anything that you want to specifically share with me and, or if there's anything you want me to specifically share on the podcast. You can check out the show notes and find me on my socials and myself or my team will get back to you. 
my heart to yours. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you soon.